If you're new here, welcome. And if you came back, oh, God bless you. Thank you for coming back. This is the Jesus Fix It podcast with Jess. We talk about everything, life, it's craziness, it's ups and downs, because you know what? Jesus can fix it and he can handle it all. <laughs> Guess who's back? The favorite, the oh, favorite. What? Calm down. Okay. Uh, first of all, my son Cameron is back by special request. You were you were ahead. Amazing. Thank you for joining joining me in my last podcast. I have to say because I'm your mom and I love you. I did have another guest who <laughs> who rescheduled. And so that's why thank you for stepping in. It's okay. My schedule cleared up as well. Okay. But I am so glad that people liked you. Yes. And and you this is one thing somebody said. You and your son, Cameron, seem like the best of friends. Am I your friend? No. (gasps) What? Not at all. (gasps) You're what us kids would call an op. Is that some kind of slang? You would tell on me if you needed to. (laughs) You know what? You're not wrong. I feel like, you know what? You're not wrong, and I'm not mad at you for not calling me your friend, because I honestly feel like parents can't be friends with their children. I agree. And don't get me wrong. You're the best mom ever. I love you so much. And you used to you and your brother used to call me your best friend, though, when when y'all were little boys. I y'all was used using to that term loosely. Ooh. <laughs> when you wanted something, you called me yeah. your best friend. And then you would run around the corner and call your daddy your best friend. Then go find Nan and call her my best friend. I see how you do. <laughs> Gotta but, play the game. But I honestly feel like, no, seriously, I feel like parents and children can't be friends because there's parenting. Yeah, it just, it doesn't work out. And, you know, you're a great mom. I love you. We can have our talks about stuff. But when it comes down to it, it's just... You're going to be mom before you're my friend. You're you're always going to like, I don't know, like I'll be talking about stuff, doing stuff with friends. And then here here comes your mom voice. It's just I don't think it's just you got to be a parent versus, you know, trying to make your your kid happy, trying to be friends. I just don't Mm -hmm. think I think that's a line that just can't be crossed, because if you do, you're not really a parent anymore. You know, you're trying to be liked and all that. And you definitely don't care whether I like you or not. You're going to tell me what to do. This is true. Your best interest yes. and your safety comes before me liking you. And, and I, I feel that. like any parent listening to this podcast right now is going to understand that. I hope so anyway. yeah. And, you know, I know you feel sometimes like even when you were little, not even little, even probably as recent as when you were in high school, which doesn't seem that long ago, when I had when I had to say no to things, you couldn't understand like it was the end of the world. You did. You you had it out against me. Right. But, you know. And I get that because I know you've heard this before. I was your age once and my mom and dad used to say no to me. But you know what I think about now, now that I'm older and seasoned, you know how we. Seasoned. (laughs) What? That's a nice way of saying. That is a good way of saying it. You know how when you're praying and praying for something and God clearly has said no or not yet. 
He's like the parent who has to say no and not yet sometimes because sometimes he may be protecting you. It's just not time yet. It's not time. Or sometimes your disappointments, your biggest disappointments can turn into blessings. Biggest achievements. Yes. And so as a parent myself, I understand when you have to say no. And so I totally get that. And that's why I feel like as a parent, I'm not able to be your friend because I'm always going to be in parent mode, even when we're having fun, even when we're having fun. Always when we're having fun. I don't like your tone. (laughs) See, I'm right now at the point I'm 46 years old and I'm right now. You seem surprised. I didn't know your age. Now I know it. Seriously? You're not allowed to ask a lady her age. But you seriously didn't know how? Okay. I know your birthday, but I But all I don't... you had to do was do the math. Did you know what year? No, you didn't tell me. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, we can talk about this later. Um, <laughs> I'm just now at the point where I can kind of hang with your Nana. But even your Nana will still be in mom mode. She's top dog. That's she, top she, mom right there. She is. She is the mom of all moms. And it's just different. It's just different. And I guess... It's cool when I see other parents being friends with their kids. I just don't understand it because I'm not able to shift into friend mode. But you're saying you don't want that. No. Ever? Like ever? Ever. And it's funny that you say that just about the how you see other parents, you know, try to be friends with their kids. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of my friends, they're um, you could even say they're like friends with their parents and I don't know. Sometimes there's just things that uh, they'll let them do. And in the back of my mind, I just hear your voice and it would just be like, I don't know. if Are you sh- like my mom would? Never. Yes, exactly. Like my this would never fly at my mom's house. Oh, my goodness. And it's I don't know. Sometimes it's like a world shift. But yeah. I definitely think it's more chaotic on their side versus when you're actually being a parent. It's like when I go over to their house, it feels just chaotic, but it never felt like that at ours because there was some structure to it. You know, there was See, rules. I can't speak on how other people parent. So well, yeah, I'm that's just letting true. you have your perspective. But I think but. it's, they were too worried about her liking them, you know, the daughter liking her. And so it was just more of, it felt like she was in charge. But see, when I look at you and your dad's relationship, I feel like y'all are more friends. Well, if you want to go down that path. I definitely feel like I'm the parent's parent and your dad. That's exactly what I was going to say. I feel like he's the fun one. But if it makes you feel better, I hope he's not listening when I say this. But if things get a little scary, I know to text mom first. (laughs) I know that at the end of the day, mom is going to get what I need handled. She's (laughs) and I definitely text dad first, but it's I don't know. I just I feel like. You have made it to where you've set that boundary that I know that I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for mom. I know that you're going to get it handled versus like if I was to call up one of my buddies and we can brainstorm. It's just, I don't know. I feel like you've made it clear that not trying to always get me liked, you're going to make decisions that are going to help me in the long run versus making a decision that you think I'm going to like. Okay. And so I know that when I text you and I can come to you, regardless of how I'm going to react, you're going to say it how it needs to be said. And you're just going to help me get it done. Period. Yeah, exactly. Period. Okay. Versus, you know, being friendly and trying to get feelings out. So since we're talking about your dad, um, 
I want to, we're going to switch subjects. So one thing about, I know you don't listen to me on the radio or my podcast. Um, mm. Shocker. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, so one thing I do is go all over the place and I'm always off subject. So, but since we're talking about your dad and our little family, I wonder if we can encourage other families like ours who are um, dysfunctional. <laughs> That's not what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I mean, if the shoe fits. Okay, every family has a little dysfunction. What I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, let me get a hold of my. There's love there, but there's a there little bit of dysfunction. Lo- look, we look. We are hot mess sometimes, but we make it work. <laughs> You're just putting all our stuff out there. <laughs> okay. What I was going to say is not dysfunctional, but divorced, okay. a divorced family separated. Me and your dad have tried to, because we've been um, divorced for a long time. So yeah. me and your dad have tried to make it work where we have been a united front and a family for you and your brother. You've always been able to come to us and talk to us. Whenever you were in trouble in school, mm-hmm. mm. whenever um, you've needed something, you've always been able to come to me and your dad. Yeah. You've never seen us argue in front of you. You've never, we've always been a family. So yeah. How has that affected your life? I think in one of the best ways possible, just because, you know, I have friends who um, have divorced parents and. I I truly do think your guys' relationship is like the first and only so far uh, divorce relationship that I've seen where it's been just, there's no fighting. It's just, you guys have always put me and Christian first. I mean, the communication is crazy. It's, you guys have like never thought about yourselves when coming together. It's always been what, Mm -hmm. what we're here for these two, you know? So you guys have just made it such a comforting and safe space to come to you both. You know, it's just whenever an issue, like if I come to dad and there's an issue, he's like, all right, well, let's, he goes immediately to text you and to figure out to solve it. Or I go to you, you text or call him. And it's just, there's always communication. You know, it's just, there's no, there's no wondering. You guys have just made it very um, calm. You know, there's no fighting. Calm. You guys, you know, we had a, We had a great system, you know, um, before I moved out, you know, we were with dad a certain number of days. You, we were with you a certain days. There was, it was just so easy. You know, you there was like, there was never any stress. You guys never made it feel like one parent was getting more attention than the other. I mean, when I was being bad and I tried to play you both, you guys mm-hmm, never you felt like I did. I did. Mm-hmm. You guys never, never saw that. You know, you just, you just made it very easy. You know, yeah. if there was any issues, it was never because of you guys. You know, there was no strife for anything there. Yeah. We felt really, and you're old enough for us to talk about this yeah. now, but we felt really um, divorcing was something that we had to do in order to live a productive life. Yeah. But we did feel guilty about what it would do to you and your brother. So it was very important for us to still be a family. Yeah. But we just lived apart. But we always wondered, okay, how do they really feel about it? And now that you're 23, I feel like I could finally yeah. ask you these, that question And maybe, you know, hearing how you feel will encourage another family who is 
just going through this phase or who is right in the thick of it. And maybe they're arguing and bickering. Maybe hearing this podcast would make them say, "Okay, you know what? Wait a minute. Maybe this is the time that we figure this thing out. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely say that I never felt like we weren't a family. I feel like it's always felt like family. I mean, whenever we have Christmas, who was ever hosting, you know, dad would come over um, or, you know, if he was hosting, we would all go over there. It's just, we, I mean, it was literally just, we lived in separate places, you know? Um, It was just so easy. I just, I think the biggest thing was just communication. I mean, literally every aspect, it sometimes got annoying. Like you don't have to tell mom I did that, Mm -hmm. but he definitely told her. I think it's just, there was never any question of what was going on. And I think that was um, the most important thing is that everyone was always on the same page, whether I liked it or not, everyone always knew what was going on. I think that's The biggest thing is, you know, since you are divorced, you're not always together, but making sure that everyone's talking, feelings are getting expressed, you know, just being a family and trying to get stuff done together. It just made it so easy. It was never didn't feel like a family and two Christmases. Since um, you are a child from a divorced family, does that make you not want to get married or do you think you still believe in Marriage. Oh, I definitely believe in marriage and family. Oh, yeah, I definitely believe um, in marriage and family and all that. If anything, I feel like watching your guys's relationship just showed how to be mature in a relationship. You know, you guys worked through your issues. And I mean, I see you guys as friends. I mean, you guys are cordial with each other. You know, that never, never wavered my feeling on that. You know, I if anything it shows that you guys had enough love for each other to not ruin anything. You know, you guys tried to do what was best for everyone. And I think that's, that was awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love you. Oh, I love you too. Okay. Well, um, since you were my guest last show and you said you wanted Jesus to fix your cat. Wait a minute. He didn't, by the way. (laughs) Maybe he just said not yet. Not yet. Yes, not yet. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'll answer the question. What would Jesus, what would I have Jesus fix? Um, There are so many things I would have Jesus fix. Just in case this is your first time ever listening to the Jesus Fix It podcast. um, Every episode I ask the question, what would I have Jesus fix? Or I ask my guest, what would you want Jesus to fix? And so I'll answer the question this week. Um, Mom guilt. Mm. Mom guilt is real. And for me, I have it all the time. Even though y'all are grown and out of the house, I still think about things I've said or done or didn't do. And if Jesus could fix anything for me, I would just have him take the guilt away. If it makes you feel better, the guilt goes both ways. I still feel bad about things too. Aww. But it's okay, we're here now. Friends to laugh with and be real with. The Peas and Carrots Podcast with Brian and Kayla Sanders. Check out peasandcarrotspodcast.com or search Peas and Carrots wherever you listen.